podcast fuck dang it i'm gonna just jump right in man i'm larry monkey and here i'm here with uh justin rogers mr run dff let's say you jump right in you you, you start us off what you got fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I, let's all let's all pour one up to the homies all my shit teams that uh decide they're gonna just shit the bed on, on championship weekend give me a second here yep a little moment of silence damn it yeah, you know, I actually had like one of the average weeks, but it seemed like everybody else had those great weeks. And you know how that feels. You know how that feels sure. quite well. Not just even a okay, that was a pretty good week. You had to take me down, Larry. But uh, sure. yeah, HQ one, holy shit! Oh my goodness! Fuck. Now I don't know where to start. I'll just I'll I'll, I'll go right to the end. Mm-hmm. I lost. This belt, it's gone. It man, that sounds really good. I've never heard you knock on that before, dude. That's a solid belt. Yeah, Josh Valentine is really gonna like having that belt. Josh Valentine. Now, congratulations to him. This has been an exhausting season, <laughs> in particular for me. I know everyone has has dealt with what they've dealt with. I had, I mean, we've talked about it all season yeah. the injuries that i've suffered with have just been unbelievable yeah and i tried to stay afloat i basically got in i was like the fifth or sixth seed backed into the playoffs i had all these guys on ir uh, and once i got past week 14 once i beat manolo then i was like okay i have all of this ammunition it's yeah. time to fucking load up and um, because when you're in a 16 team league and you make it to the final four, I know from experience last season, you you don't get there that often. You have to fucking go balls out, even if your team has to take a hit in the long run. I think it depends. I mean, I've always been conscious of that throughout the entire season. I did not want to shoot my load and screw myself for the out of the future. So I was very conscious of that all season long. But we got to week 15. I, I, I picked up, a, a, a made a couple of moves. I unloaded some uh, Joe Mixon uh, for David Montgomery, which I then flipped for uh, Montgomery and Chark. I flipped for Derrick Henry or something. And I made a, a tra- then I traded CMC uh, for That Kamara, one worked out well for you. For Kamara and uh, Irv Smith, who I covet. I, I, I love Irv Smith. I have, I try to have him all over the place. Um, for some reason, I don't even know why I love him so much. I just, I, I don't know. But um, yeah, man, I try. And it was just, I mean, I've been taking on water the whole entire season. Yeah. And uh, boom, I got to that week 16. And I was like, okay, there's really nothing more I can do to this team. Well, and- <laughs> that's not quite true. Because what did you go ahead and do? You went ahead and trade. You you traded Terry McLaurin, yes, for Jalen Rager, yes. I didn't understand that one, Larry, because Jalen Rager's not had a pop off game all year. He's not done anything that's been like, oh, that's impressive. So I didn't understand like that was. I didn't think that was the move to win a ship. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah. I like Rager as a player, but I didn't yeah. feel like that was the move. I feel like you could have shopped around and maybe picked up someone with, you know, an Amari Cooper or somebody like that. 
Well, here's the thing. Shopping around. First of all, I don't want an Amari Cooper. But well, that's I, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, yes. No, I'm thinking about week 16. I'm thinking about yeah. week 16 and matchups and stuff. I really wanted my hands on on Calvin Ridley. I was really going after. Oh, that would have been impossible. I know. I had a I had a deal there. I I could have accepted it. Um, I had Ridley. I could have hit accept, but he wanted Darnold. Mm -hmm. And uh, tell me. I wonder if this is going to sound silly now, but at the time it did. I think I'm already feeling bad for you for holding on to Darnold like he's Hold some on. sort of high-end asset. Yeah. Was it Darnold, Darnold and Terry McLaurin? <laughs> he wanted Darnold and McLaren for Ridley. I would have given that. I can't believe you passed on that. I can't believe you passed on that. Larry, I can't believe you passed on that. <sighs> I mean, I like McLaurin. I, I do, but Calvin yeah. Ridley may be a top five receiver, dynasty, yeah. a top five dynasty receiver. Yeah. And as much as you like Sam Darnold, his future is is bleak right now. I you think you could, you could reacquire I, Sam Darnold this offseason. You're right. That was a bad move on my part. I, I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference. You never, you, never, you never told me about that offer. You know, in our, in I, our I, did, DM, I actually did. I, I, I don't think I, you told I, me about Darnold and Ridley. Yeah. Because so I would have said, keeping, I was, I was throw, I mean, first of all, the games. You want to? There was there was a, what was there a Thursday night and this end of Saturday night or was oh, everything yeah, Saturday? You did, you did send me that one and I, it was Sunday at eleven fifteen. Right, right, right. But so, yeah, was with my mother. so this is the thing. Man, I'm sorry. That's okay. I, Gaskin, I let you down there. Gaskin. Oh. It, uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened. I don't even know how to yeah. how to describe it. There was a lot of moving moving pieces here that was happening at the same time. First of all. You got to remember, half the league's not, they're out of it. They're not paying attention to this league if they're yeah. there's four people that are involved. So I'm sending trade offers out that are just getting ignored. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just hanging out there. And old school, got, I got a rejection out of him. So I was like, holy shit, he's all right. He's paying attention. So we just we started going back and forth, back and forth. And I was trying to get Ridley. I was giving him like, I, I wanted to unload Haskins. So I just wanted to unload Haskins. And I'm like, I see a role for Donald next year. I, I mean, they're, they're talking up here, you know, now that they've won again and they're locked into this two overall pick, they're like, maybe they roll with Darnold next year. They load up. Which I'm really hoping they do because the, that might move the Falcons into Justin Fields territory. Yeah. That could be interesting for the Falcons. But I mean, I think yeah. Darnold's going to be a, you know what? It was a bad move on my part because Darnold may or may not be a starter next year. He'll be a starter one day, but he might not be a starter opening day next season. Yeah. As a consolation, it wouldn't have helped you win. It wouldn't matter what combination of trade you had put together. Yes. Josh had the the week of all weeks. This is this why game. I'm not upset yeah. about um, handing over. It was a well-deserved victory. Josh, he was first in the league, finished first in the league, most wins. He scored. There, I, I went back and I I was, you know, I was all over the, the yeah. points scored and stuff once we were getting up there. When you score 200 points, you're most likely going to win during the season. Sure. Now, there have been 250 points scored two times yeah. in the season. 250. Um, Swag's team that he just took over pr sure. produced two 253 or something like that. And Josh's team did 255. Okay. Uh, there was a, a number of 240 games, maybe like three or four. I, was in, I had a few of those um, at one point. But so what I'm saying is Josh already had one of the highest scores of the season. And then he goes out and he scores the highest score of the entire season for anyone. Yep. Two, like So 255 was the previous high score. He shattered that. 
every per- he he had his optimal lineup in. Did you see that Blitz scored two seventy seven as well? I did. Uh, so Blitz. so Josh ends up with two hundred and eighty seven points, and I really I think I'm gonna have to go look and see if that's the most points ever scored in this league because it quite possibly could be. Okay. But you know this the crazy thing is is that you had Kamara. On Friday, mm-hmm. you had Kamara on Christmas, like the greatest Christmas mm-hmm. gift. You get 66 points from Kamara, and we're all thinking, holy shit, his team is, it's its the team of destiny. It's going to go off. Dude. It was and you had, you had a really nice score of 215 points. But it's like everybody in his lineup except Tyler Lockett went off. I mean, yeah. Jeff Wilson, Tom Brady, Brandon Cooks, Devontae Adams, uh, Travis Kelsey, Adam Thielen. I mean, it's uh, Giovanni Bernard with 24 points. Which shout out to Scott Connor, who who always says Gio has no ceiling, and he scored 20 plus points in two straight weeks in the playoffs. Shout out to uh, no ceiling Gio. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, Josh's team. I w- I mean, I almost went off. Went off. I I I, I sh- and, and and I could have got much more for the Rager McLaren deal that's that was my thing is that i feel like you made you sold short and the process was the process wasn't quite there where it was getting close to 1 p.m so here's this is the mistake i made so i'm a running backs guy yep i when i was making my moves after week 14 i used a lot of my um wide receiver depth as throw-in pieces so when McLaren was ruled out, I only had two wide receivers in a three <laughs> wide receiver start league now. And I, and I didn't really even know that until this year that you have to start three wide receivers in this league. Yep. Yep. But you do. And I only had Ayuk and Hopkins. Uh, McLaren was ruled out. I mean, and, and I did not want to start Greg Ward in the final, in the finals. Yep. But see, you know, it's the process for me was just the process didn't make sense for me because Rager had not had the game that you go, oh, wow, he can win a week for me or, you know, he can put, you know, I'm not even sure what his best week of the season was. I'm about to pull it up on here and just, you know what? No, no, it was terrible. I I mean, all the other rookies started to pop off. So I was just like, you know what? This game's going to be high scoring. Hertz is getting into his groove. Rager's healthy. I feel like this might be the game and like these rookies are popping off now, you know, this might be his turn. Yeah. And I, and I, and I was just like, it is, it's a future asset. Uh, Cause I always have that in the back of my mind. I'm always thinking, I'm always thinking about the future whenever, whenever I'm making a move. Uh, so I was like, he's Rager. So I have that going for me. And I'm like, and uh, you know, in the back of my head, I knew that even after Kamara, I was nervous. I was like, you know what? I don't know, man. I mean, he's got some nice matchups here. Like his matchups were perfect. He, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, you could tell when Brandon Cooks kicks me in the balls with thirty points. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? I feel your pain, man. One hundred forty-one yards and a touchdown, Mister Fucking Goose Egg himself, Brandon Cooks, and then Jeff Wilson with thirty-four points. He went out. He went out with an injury and came back. Yep. All right, so uh, the the biggest league that I was really paying attention to this weekend is a redraft home league with some friends of mine from the bar and some regulars. Right. And uh, it's on ESPN because that's easy for people to use. And they have that uh, 
you know, your odds, like 52%, 48%, that kind of yes, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the playoffs. And I guess MFL did it as well, but I, I've not activated on any of those, and I don't even know where to find it. <laughs> yep. But uh, so I started after he dropped Mike Evans on me with 36 points and a half point, and I had Kittle and some other guys. Anyways, I, I was a, a huge underdog, like 32% to 68%, something like that. Right. So all I had left was Jalen Hurts, and he had Russ Wilson, Chris Carson, uh, Bobby Woods, I think, was still in there. Uh, He had the Buffalo defense and J.D. McKistick. He had a bunch of people to play. So they all start playing at the same time, everyone except the Buffalo defense. He's got everybody playing, and every one of them was sucking. They were all sucking. So all of a sudden, and Jalen Hurts was going off in the first half. He had like 19 points in the first half. Yep. But uh, in this particular scoring. So all of a sudden it goes from you can't win this to, oh, shit, you're 52% favorite. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, man. So I'm watching this, you know, watching his team do absolutely nothing and thinking, man, I might have a shot at this if I could just keep a, keep a little bit of a lead against that Buffalo defense. Uh. The, the defense scoring wasn't good. And then wouldn't you know, end of the game, fourth quarter, everyone goes off. J.D. scores a touchdown. Russell Wilson gets a couple touchdowns. Uh, um, oh, Logan Thomas ended up catching some late passes. And uh, I, like- when it ended, I was down by 10, and he still had the Buffalo defense. And it was yeah. over for me. Brokenhearted. Brokenhearted. Yeah. Uh, I am very, uh, so yeah, man. So it was a good, it was a good run. Like I said, it was a lot of effort mm-hmm. and, and wheeling and dealing and really like getting cerebral, uh, trying to, you know, snake in the grass. I'm going to fucking buy my time and use my assets when I have to. And I made right. it, I made it to where, uh, to a point where I had to, I have some nice capital now. And as a result, I haven't, what I want to do is I want to look at my, you know, day one roster and, and look at my day you know, this roster and see like where I lost, you know, that's two different teams. It's like, did you, did you, are you sure you just didn't do a startup in the middle of the season? It's a new team completely. Dude, it is, it is legit (laughs) a new team outside of Lamar Jackson. I mean, down to the tight end, you know, you know, it's a, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a lot of, a lot of, um, it was exhausting to tell you the truth, man. It was just like one thing after another, because I had this, this championship contender team, and then all these pieces start, and I was just like, I, "This is a window that I don't want to. I don't want to close. So I gotta keep. I don't know. Maybe I should have yeah. taken John Bosch's advice and said, you know, close up shop right at right at, after week one. But hey, man, I got to the finals. I played against a guy that had yeah. a ridiculously monstrous week, and uh, yeah, I, I I was not disappointed at all, to be quite honestly, because yeah. I got crushed. If it was a move that I hadn't made, I would have been devastated. But because no, I played I- against because the score. Uh, Josh's score was the, the best of the whole fucking season, like every one of his guys. And I started feeling it, um, you know, right when Hooper, like I was just like, ah, oh, he put in Hooper and he made that deal for Hooper, which was a pretty good deal. But um, yeah, he's got some, Josh has got some great assets on his team right now. He should really unload really fast because he's got a lot of quarterbacks that are putting up points right now. Yeah. Unload those gonna- old guys. Yeah, well, you know, the one thing about Josh is that he's probably not going to sit on his laurels with this. He does have old quarterbacks there. He's got old. Uh, he's got Dalton and Trubisky, and then he's got Brady and Breeze. You got to right. fucking – you got to start. He, he may not have a starter next year. 
right. mean, Trubisky, uh, Trubisky did put a nice little run at the end of the season here. So, But, yeah, I don't know that Dalton starts anywhere next year. Yeah. Breeze is probably retiring. Who knows about Brady? And if Trubisky gets, you know, booted, he may not have a starter next year on his team. The rest of his team is solid. He's got some really nice assets. But so, it is getting a little older with Thielen and Kelsey and uh, Dalvin Cook. And who knows when his drop-off is coming because I just assume it is because he's a running back. But Right. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Um, I can dig it. I'm, you know, I'm. This you can tell, though, like Monday night passed, Tuesday morning came. I woke up, and the HQ crew, HQ crew chat was blowing up with orphans. I mean, it was like all of a sudden the, the switch flipped and uh, everyone is on to the non-point point scoring yeah. season. It was yeah. orphan this, orphan that. Here's the buy-in, the blah, blah, blah. Here's the settings, everybody. And I, I just, you know, I'm not in – I can't even transition that quickly. Like, I do have an orphan that I picked up from from a trade addicts league. Um, but, you know, Outhouse let me know that like a week and a half ago. Hey, are you, you want in? Oh, which so one? I, you know, TA4. So Ooh. I'm in TA4. Uh, took took over Har's team, and I've already wow. got a trade offer in there. I, I just got it this afternoon, so I haven't even piddled around with it. I, I did look at the roster, and I kind of panicked a little bit because I saw Deshaun Watson and a bunch of Case Keenums and whatnot. And I was like, wow. oh, shit, super flex. But then I scrolled down to the IR, and it's got Dak Prescott and Saquon on there. And wow. I was like, okay, I can make this team work. And it's got it's got some good pieces. Uh, here, I'll got give you picks. a rundown. Got all your picks? Yeah, got all my picks and an additional third. So, you know, I'm pretty, pretty solid. I got the 105. So yeah. it's it's Watson, it's Josh Jacobs, AJ Brown, and Brandon Cooks, and Stefan Diggs, and Chris Goblin, Alan Lazard. And it's Irv Smith Jr., Dak Prescott, Saquon Barkley on the uh, IR. So it's pretty solid. I mean, I can right. do I can make some I can make some moves with this one and make it work. I can dig it. You want to hear some of the uh, trades I sent out? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Trying to beef up my uh, um, for Terry McLaren's because all I was looking for was a, a comparable wide receiver, a startable wide receiver. Yeah, let's hear him. Um, I tried to get Kiki Cootie off of splits. He, but what uh, were you using to get him though? What's that? What were you using? What were you trying to use to get? Oh, uh, this would be this should be funny. Let's hear. I mean, let's see how trash we, we know it wasn't Terry McLaurin. So, and I'm kind of yeah. surprised he didn't sell Kiki on the low low. I should have got well. I dropped fucking Kiki Cootie. <laughs> uh, my my thirty ro- thirty man no. roster. Uh, fucking kidding me, man. He, and he started. And he went you off. You dropped Kiki Cootie in this league? Yes. This like like four weeks ago. Larry. <clears throat> Larry. I dropped him. It's a thirty five man roster. I Larry. had that many people. He was. He's been. He was like a. He was just a zero, bro. I mean, he was I a zero. Man, but did you drop him? Or instead of I've like lost, an old ass player that you should have dropped. Yeah, oh yeah, there's some guys on there that, that, that <laughs> I could probably yeah, I could. Uh, you probably could have dropped a Josh McCown. Or <laughs> yeah, or yep. uh, a Dan Ar- No, I wouldn't have dropped Dan Arnold, but yeah, a Luke Wilson. Mike could have dropped Luke Wilson. Yeah, you kind of. And and this I know about you because you did the Julio Jones for Logan Thomas. I get a little you got a little bit of shame in you. You got a little bit of shame where yeah. you just like fuck it. I'm doing it. Right. I'm, so I'm wheeling and dealing. Um, <sighs> and Julio, whatever. I acquired Julio for Hayden Hurst. You know, so it was just like, who cares? I get that, but so, I mean, it was really Hayden Hurst for fucking Logan Thomas. I mean, I guess that's a wash. Hurst was a bum for five weeks, and then he. Had a great, probably yeah. could have used him week 16. 
There's a lot of players you could have used. You would have well, Hawkinson. Them. Hawkinson screwed me. But uh, yeah, trading well, offers. Let's see. Okay. Well, you scored 215, so it's not like you had a terrible week. You you would have needed a miracle, an absolute miracle to match the 287 points that Josh scored. I mean, even if I put in Gaskin, that's like a plus. If you had five. your if you had your best lineup possible, I'm not sure that you would have got him. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna look at this while you pull up trades. Oh wow, look at this. I'm gonna all Sunday. I started Sunday. I started Sunday at 9:04 a.m. I was uh, offering. Uh, I offered Darnold, Hunt, Robinson, and McLaren for Tannehill, Tyree Kill, and Cooper Cup. Oh, you weren't going to get. So you said Darnold, Hunt, Darnold, Hunt, Robinson, McLaren, Robinson, McLaren for Tannehill, Tannehill, Tyreek, Tyree and Cooper Cup. No, you that wasn't gonna get done. Tyreek and Tannehill are too much too valuable. And I offered Madman McLaren for Deontay Johnson and Michael Pittman. Oh no no no! You're not getting that either. Yeah, he you just know, he doesn't respond to anybody anyway. So well that plus Deontay Johnson and Terry McLaurin are probably pretty close. They probably are close. And so, you know he knew that you like he, did he even respond? No no. But that's yeah. no Madman. He you know he doesn't really well, get back. Plus, not to mention, it's it's Sunday morning. It's hard to get. Oh yeah, see, see, yeah. that was the big thing. So I need, a, I need. A, they just they just declared uh, Terry McLaren out. So I'm just like, I need a wide. I know I need a wide receiver. So I'm like, I got, I'm like, this should be easy. Uh, Heiserhoff, I sent a DJ Moore McLaren for DJ Moore. Yeah, he turned that down. I feel like that was. I probably would have taken that. I mean, DJ Moore is Terry McLaren. I don't know. So you could have scored, an extra all right hold on i'll tell you real quick oh listen to oh i already did all the math i know exactly it wouldn't even if i had it's not that much it's it's not but like 40 points or something i would have had a great week but josh had such a a ridiculous week even your best possible lineup wasn't going to beat him yeah you could have even the trades that i was looking to make i still wouldn't have so you want to hear this one this is interesting so I send a, a Terry McLaren for Allen Robinson. Well, who do you got yep. on that? Who do you got that for that? The Just, fact that you have to think. Terry's what, two years younger. Terry's twenty four. Robinson's twenty five. Terry's twenty five. Is Robinson twenty six or twenty seven? Um, Terry McLaren will be twenty six um, in by week two next year. Allen Robinson will be twenty eight in August. Two years difference there. It's too, I would. I think I would have taken the age. Just it's not that much difference. I like both players. So I get think. this. So I get. So I send the Allen Robinson. He rejects it. Yeah. It's one of those one for one trades that a lot of people just won't do. No, he wanted James Robinson and Allen Robinson. Uh, he wanted James Robinson and Terry McLaren for Allen Robinson. Yeah. See, that's too much. I was like, what? Yeah, that's. Way he says much. I have a Rob way above McLaren. And see, I don't understand that. I think they're in that – they're both in that 12 to 15. I mean, I would have never have done that. But James right. Robinson is going to be a fucking – I mean, I, him with Trevor Lawrence next year? Come on. Yeah, I know, right? That's the thing. Like, I'm not moving any Jags players on the low right now. No way. Right. That's what That was That was a Swags uh, special. I traded him David Montgomery and DJ Tark for Derrick Henry. And – So this is interesting. And it's it's a little inaccurate given what's happened, but all right. So in uh, December, eight, uh, DLF ADP, Terry McLaurin was wide receiver nine, right? And 
Uh, let's see. Down here at wide receiver 17 was Allen Robinson. Now, yep. now Terry McLaurin most definitely fell because Calvin Ridley was 10. He definitely rose. Stephon Diggs was 13. He rose. Sure. So, you know, they're probably in that 14 to 16, 17 range. Like, I think I would right. take Allen Robinson over Keenan Allen. I'm not giving he rejects the Mc, he, he rejects McLaren for Allen Robinson. So I, sure. I, I I counter with McLaren and Edo Smith for Allen Robinson because I'm like, how far off could I be? And he rejects that, and that's when he tells me that's too much. And I was like, well, what's it going to take? And he's like, James Robinson and Terry McLaren for Allen Robinson. I was like, yeah, never mind. Which I don't get that. You know, that doesn't make any sense. It seems a little greedy to me. Call me crazy. And I'm the one that, and I'm the one that traded him Mixon for Montgomery straight up, which he was like, he was like not budging on anything for that. Like I don't, that was that's that was kind of an overpay. It depends if Montgomery turns into this what he's been this the past seven weeks, but yeah, but uh, whatever. So then I'm then I'm just like I'm going after Ridley. I send old school. He rejects a Haskins McLaren for Ridley. Yeah, that wasn't gonna happen. Ridley has been on such a tear lately that his stock is just out of out of the room. I mean, out of yeah. this world. It's it's crazy. And I and I'm there. You know, I was always the he his ceiling is limited because of Julio, but I think I think he's going to be. I mean, I don't but think I, Julio's going anywhere. I but like. Yeah, I feel like they're not far off. I mean, McLaren's a fucking target monster. They're gonna have a new quarterback there next year. You know, if they win that division, they won't. Sure they will. Haskins was just let go today. Yeah, I know, that? but Alex Smith will be there. Alex Smith's not going to, dude. He can't even <laughs> fucking his calf. They like I don't even understand what they were talking about when they were like, like his calf is not. It's not a structure. It's not a mobile issue. Or I was like, no, they the said it's not a pain tolerance. It's a functionality. Right. It's, it's like he's, he's like uh, he's got a fucking Frankenstein leg, man. Right. He does have Frankenstein leg. If you look at like his, you know, when he wears. A le- like a tight or something like that. It's crazy. Like it doesn't yeah. look like a leg. It looks like it looks like marshmallow stuffed into a stuffed into a sock. It's crazy. Right, right, right. But uh, so yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have another quarterback. But who? What are their options? Yeah, you know, is it gonna be Andy Dalton or something like that? You know, it's gonna be an Alex Smith level quarterback moving going over there. Yeah. So I mean, go, so so going into so I mean there were a few other ones thrown around. Uh, Alex yeah. Wishnack. Our friend Alex, yep. uh, I offered him a Terry McLaren for T. Higgins and a 21 third. Hmm. And he, he sent me an email. He sent me an email after I made the Rager trade. And he was just yep. like, dang it. I wish I saw this earlier. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Hey, when people that would have been a good one. Yeah. Right, right, right. So anyway, so but yeah, he, Shane, was the only one that re- Shane was the only one that responded. I, I went in. I went in, obviously I could have probably went in a little heavier, obviously. Um, but at this point, so when did I, when did I send him the Rager trade? Yeah, I mean, we're talking 1228. Right. So right. I'm like, I'm down to the wire, man. It's like almost one o'clock. I, I need a, I mean, I guess I could have played until four played around till four, but I don't know, man. It's and you really options. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I just don't know that Rager was the piece, even if right. you're trading, you know, like, there just there wasn't there's not a, speaking of no ceilings, you know like Geo has a ceiling. Uh, Geo has like a massive ceiling compared to what we've seen at a Rager. Rager's big week was the week he returned the punt against uh, Green Bay. Right, right. You know he had right. one catch that week, but he returned a punt and yeah. Points. I mean he hasn't shown anything this year. Yeah, and I love Rager, you know, and yeah. I wish he was getting a new quarterback. 
He but, still has the first round pick pedigree. He's got, he still has the allure of Jalen Rager. I, I could probably move him for still what he's worth. There's, there's probably some truth to that, especially in the off season. You know, yeah. Hertz is, Hertz is invigorating the offense a little bit, even if I don't believe he's a yeah. real quarterback. Rager, Rager is still holding value. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's but just yeah, not, man, but he's young, but so wide receiver. Right, so I go into yeah. I mean, he's not worth McLaren is who's going to be a top ten receiver. It, we're year. making the move for championships, and Terry McLaurin is doubtful and then out. Right. I understand it. I just wish yeah. it had been a different player. And it does suck that the. I think the only issue is that you might have waited too long to try and make moves. McLaurin was doubtful since Friday, so you had a couple of days and you you kind of sat on your sat on your hands a little bit. I, you know what? I was probably throwing around some stuff, but I wasn't as as aggressive as I you know right. got down to the wire. And then you're just like, all right, now it's time to fucking pedal to the metal. Yeah, you yeah no, well, I mean, I was preaching. That's my that's how you have to do it. You have to be aggressive and put your pedal put the pedal to the metal when you when you have a chance to you know stomp on somebody's throat. You have to take it. I'm there with you. But, so let me uh, tell you about the let's let's transition to some offseason talk since mm, you know so yes. so I'm in a league it's the first dynasty league I joined and it's a very vanilla league it's 25 man rosters eight starters only one QB uh it's really generic but I, I did build a really good team it's deep that my team is very deep and this is an orphan or you this is you were it was an orphan it was an orphan I took over in a dispersal a couple you know it right. was my very first league, and I mean, I've built a, I've built a monster. It's good. It was second in points this year. Very deep team. Very young. You know, lots of young running backs, uh, Sanders and Swift and Dobbins, and uh, and I got young receivers like Chark and Higgins and Terry McLaurin and Tyreek. Nice. So it's a and it's a, it's a really nice roster. I have some aging pieces like Julio for you know championship run and Kareem Hunt, and I've got Kyler Murray. So, and Johnny Smith and Tyler Higby. So, a pretty solid roster. No tight end premium, anyways. Uh, so, this morning I wake up and I'm working, and my group me starts blowing up. And now, this league is not super active. Not, <laughs> not in the chat, especially not in the chat. How it's, many teams? Uh, it's 12 team. And all of a sudden it's blowing up, and it's because the commissioner has announced that he's stepping away. Oh. You know, he's, he's leaving if anybody wants to take over, whatever. All right, cool. I'm not volunteering. Right. So a couple of the guys, I guess, reached out to him and said they would co-commission it. Perfect. Oh, that's a terrible and idea. And they're trying to figure out, yeah, well, you guys can have it. I'm good with that. <laughs> and I'll stay in the league, honestly. Like, I built the team. I want to see what I can do with it. Uh, so they they start trying to figure out who all's staying, who all's going. And they get seven commitments and waiting to hear back from some others. And we have a couple teams to fill. So in the meantime, they start pitching around ideas. And everyone starts getting into the chat. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. And, you know, most of their ideas are great. You know, let's switch to Superflex and all this. and Right. Which is not going to be easy and probably not possible with this group. But, you know, things like Taxi how Squad. Many, how many teams dropped out? Uh, it looks like two, maybe three teams. And we're waiting to hear from three. Three so more teams. We're waiting to hear from. Now, I, I think one of the people, one of the teams for sure is coming back because he is in the second year of his rebuild. Right. So he's one and year behind me. And you're kind of on the fence because you have a nice well, team that you built. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in. I told yeah. him. I'm in. So, but then, then we get a guy come in late and we've pitched around ideas. Okay. We can do, we can add starters. We can go to nine or 10 starters. Fuck yeah. Then, you know, like let's get a deeper. 
we can add a taxi squad if we want. You know, we can do all the, we can vote on these things. Let's get everybody. And is this, this like one, a, is this like a defense league or no 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 oh, oh gosh no, don't put that on me man one QB no defense no tight end no, premium no tight end premium okay which is unfortunate but whatever I mean the scoring rules I I work with the scoring rules so I don't mind that you know so then this guy comes in he says you know if with all these people leaving and all this why don't we just reset and restart right. That's the new guy said I that. Put all this fucking work. I said I'm out if that's the case. I said if we're just restarting and redrafting, I'm out. Like I didn't. Yeah. I didn't it's a one QB with no tight end premium. That's not a league you need to be in. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't even care. You know, the tight end premium. I just ignore the tight end. You know, I got Johnny Smith and. But why do you want to ignore a part of your? You know, that's like a good piece. That's like an easy. That's like a fun piece to have. You know, a tight end. Well, like I said, like I'll just run with a, a mid level tight end. Right. You know? It doesn't. It doesn't change that much for me in terms of roster construction because I would either go after stud or not. But I'm not. You know, I'm not going to lose sleep over. Is what I'm saying. Like I have. I have a variety of scoring settings and everything, so it's kind of fun. Right. You know, like I, I can deal with different scoring settings. I'm not going to deal with someone coming in and being like, "Let's restart the league." <laughs> Why? Because your team has a bunch of old players or something. Like. <laughs> So we did discuss, okay, well, if you want to join the dispersal when all the new teams come, you can join the dispersal, you know, right. if that's what you want to do. But Same thing. Dispersals are great. Yeah. But don't come at me when my team is a bunch of 22-year-old studs. Damn it. Right. I built a team. I would love, I would absolutely love to add two starters to this team because oh, I'm God. the only team in the league that has enough depth to be like, I can right. start 10 studs instead of eight, you know. Eight, I mean, I'm having to choose between, okay, do I bench Terry McLaurin or do I bench Julio or right. which I have. So I had my running backs. It gets even better. I didn't even mention it. it Why was, waste players on your bench? It doesn't make well, any that's sense. What I'm saying. And, and you can't trade like these guys are like, no, it's eight starters. I'm not trading Christian McCaffrey, that kind of thing, which that cost that guy a championship. He ended up in third place game. Uh, um, but it was so, I, you know, Sanders, Swift, Dobbins, Kenyon Drake with Chase Edmonds as well. Kareem Hunt, um, I, I've got Singletary, uh, uh, missing somebody, and it's going to drive me nuts. I lost in the first freak round. Oh, Rojo, I got Rojo as well. So, yeah, all, of all my running backs, the least valuable is Chase Edmonds, and then so I had Cole Beasley, Chark, Higgins, Tyreek, Julio, Lazard, McLaurin, Mims. Like, I was trying to get Lazard from Hooten. Yeah, I was trying to get that because I was trying to get make some low level moves. I tried to get yeah. I tried to get Jamison Crowder off of old school. See, actually. that could have been an easy deal. I'm surprised that he didn't sell Crowder. I did not. I didn't offer him. Oh fuck! What I what I offer him? Fucking Crowder. That would have been. <laughs> I mean, I mean, all this is for naught because it doesn't matter who I put in there. Honestly, no, I mean, it all came down. I wasn't benching Hawkinson, and he basically was the main guy that screwed me. Yep, with his seven point uh, eight points. Yeah, I offered him Greg Ward and Jay Sternberger for Crowder. Yeah, and you know whatever. It's it's two pieces that they're just kind of roster cloggers. Yeah, I mean, there. I mean, you need depth in the league. Yeah, it was a weak trade, he, but you know, he didn't really come back with a counter for Crowder. I would have loved to. I don't know, but yeah, that would have worked yeah. out. Well, let's talk about. Hold on, let's get into some positivity here because we have a winner in the hot sauce eliminator fc eliminator well, Mr. Shouldn't we first flush the last victim down and then oh yeah should we, should we before we toast the victor should we flush the loser i think absolutely flushing the loser 
So it all came down to two motherfuckers. And how'd that happen? Who was that third person that didn't quite make it? I cannot believe you made it as far as you did. Hey, fucker. Hey. I mean, but it, it came down to Pulsar. Yep. From uh from the Dynasty Trades H he's part of the HQ crew. And our, our good buddy Antonio Donisi hey, at Antonio Donisi FF, the champion of the FCE Eliminator Hot Sauce Pod. But Mr. Pulsar, we did not forget about you, my man. We did not forget about you. The shoot your eye out, kid. What'd you say? (laughs) Terrible, dude. Terrible. Terrible job. No, I will not say it's a terrible job by Pulsar because when you look at Antonio's team, first off, he had Josh Allen. So, boom. That's a winner right there. You know, he had no running backs go. I mean, Naheem Hines, perhaps. Mike Evans went berserk. Uh, Justin Jefferson had a so-so. But, yeah, but, I mean, it looks like, you know, Chanel- Not only did he win the thing, but in the final week, he had the highest score of this of, of everybody. Did so he? he won it legit. It's That's not how like, you do it. It's not like he and Pulsar were fighting for the 13th and 14th best scores. He yes. had the best score. Pulsar was pretty solid. I think he was, what, 6th or 7th or something. Um, yeah. You know, had Kirk Cousins and Lamar Jackson in there, but uh, it looks like he just it, he didn't have enough standout players. Yeah, uh, you know, nobody on uh, Antonio's team scored anything on the bench. I mean, like Jalen Rager and Cole Komet were the only people that scored. It was six point two five and five and five point nine three, so yeah, twelve yeah. combined points. But it's the eight people: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The eight people that he did get. To score, they scored. Yeah, they scored. And so. uh, quick yeah. shout out to the Asian sensation himself, who who won the Larry Monkey Eliminator. So Michael Michael Chun, um, the, the Asian, Asian sensation. sensation eh? He's also he's in my uh, Warzone listener league, and he uh, he uh-huh. won the and he's already uh, he already offered to donate. Oh, cool! His, uh, his winnings to whatever. Well, good deal. And uh, I won the timeline eliminator. So there goes there's there. Oh, there's well, right. Josh good. by winning the timeline. Yeah. Right. That's why that's why beat Josh in something. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, would have liked the medal. But you know, what's funny is Josh is Josh was already like, dude, I can come up on Thursday. Um, <laughs> you want to come here? <laughs> I was like, um, I'm like, how long? He's like, it's like hour and a half, hour forty five. I was like, man. I'm like, I don't want you to drive all the way. You know, that's a long ass drive. He's gonna he take off the work. And can you get him the belt before Thursday? Well, no. Well, first off, you know what it is. I mean, I have he's nothing going on. You know what it but. is. He's ready to celebrate New Year's Eve with the belt. Yeah. He's ready to celebrate. And and barring any crazy start stat collections, I mean stat corrections, it's his belt. Oh, it's his. I, mean, it's I don't know how stat corrections it would take to to cover seventy two points, but. Um, I'm happy that he destroyed me. <laughs> I'm happy he had the highest score in the history of the fucking league because that's that's yeah. made, that, that's fine. I'm totally cool with that, you know. And the effort, I feel like I put as good of an effort as anybody um, in making in keeping my team competitive all the way to the the very end. But so Larry, are you leaving any leagues this offseason? Are you joining any? What's your plan? Well, I left my very first dynasty league. I told you that story at the, the hot sauce holiday party. Yeah, uh, 
That's over with. So I have one. I'm down one league. I've I unlinked. I unlinked it. I've unlinked all my eliminators. So now my I have a nice clean all all my leagues page. Actually, there's a, two more best balls. I do you use the app. Do you use the app for anything? No, I just I know I go on the internet on my phone for the web the regular web page. I don't. I'm not. I don't do the app. Um, I, it's not. I want it. I don't know. I'm just. I, I like. I don't want to fuck around with the app. That's yeah, fair. That's fair. I like the app for simple things like trading, but but I generally go to the the uh, the web page for most of everything. I want to yeah. see details, and that's one of the big benefits of MFL is that there's so much more detail in all in everything they offer. So right, I get it. But it is super. Like if I want to look at somebody's roster, I automatically go to the app because okay. it's easier to see. The, it's easier to scroll through the the rosters that way for me on, on MFL. That's good to know. Yep. Yeah, my, my a few of my buddies use the app, but I'm more of just yeah. like a, I don't know. I, so know my, that one, I know my way around the uh, you know the league page and all that stuff. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So, so you're so you're down one league. Are you going to replace it? What do you, what are your thoughts? Oh, I can't wait. Oh, oh yeah, man. <laughs> like when, when your dog dies, man, you're like, when do you want to get another one? No, that's not how that works, you asshole. <laughs> not how it works. I don't, I'm not a dog guy, so I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> I just no. figured that's how it works. When you get when a dog dies, you like you spend a few like a month or two at least like mourning your dog. You don't wake up the next day like okay, got to go replace it. So it's not like wrecking a car and going to buy a new car, you asshole, dude. For I all my a- dog people out there, oh, I'm sorry for Larry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no this is you know what that did basically that opened up a free spot for a startup that's it yeah, yeah. dude i liked about it so right. anyway so same thing happened to you the same thing happened to me today i'm in this league new hollywood this is the the new year's dispersal that i did last year the commission and, uh, and shane's in this league madman's in this league uh travis mays in it tj calkins i don't know so there's a lot of industry guys in this the commissioner right sends a message out i'm leaving the league if you want to take it over if anyone wants to take it over or whatever and then like so apparently some other guy left so there's like two teams there's two orphans two or three orphans in this league and i'm just like man do i want to throw my team in because just just to do the draft is like hey fuck it i'll start over i mean i have a de- i have a great team i made the playoffs uh i lost week 14 i mean i have no running backs that's my thing I have, i'm very weak in the running back department but I've Pat Mahomes and I've Josh Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, it's a Devi league. So yep. anyway, right. so uh, yeah, so that's the other league that had a similar situation with you today. They were just like, I was just sitting on the sidelines. I was like, I don't care what anybody wants to do. I'm like, I have a good team. If you want to end it, I don't care. It'll be another startup that, I, that I'll just replace it with. So yeah, I'm pumped, dude, because I don't want to, you don't want 20 leagues, but I, there's nothing better than an off-season startup. That's what makes yeah, me so I will do one startup this year, maybe two. So I, I, I started this season with five. I've added one to make six. I think seven or eight is a good sweet spot for this coming season. I'll keep adding, and maybe I'll end up doing some best ball or something. But, yeah, I want to do at least one startup. I, I would like to get into a Debbie League this year. So that's going to be my goal for this offseason, to find a Debbie League yes. that I can get into. I am in nine leagues, two are Debbie Mm-hmm. And probably two or three of them are like on the ropes about that. I don't care. I, I wouldn't care if they folded tomorrow. I, I'd be like, okay, cool. You know? Yeah, I think I'm going to end up dropping. A, back in the day, there was what it was like the Fantasy Football Cafe or something like that. It was a message board back when message boards were popular and before Twitter was big. Right. And uh, I joined a league, and 
the guy that I the guy that ran, runs the league super nice, so it was easy, you know, and I like him. But the league is kind of boring to me. It's a sixteen team uh, redraft of four keepers, and I mean, I have a good four keepers. You know, I got DeAndre Swift and right. Wayne McLaurin and uh, Joe Mixon, so it's it's not terrible. But it's just a boring league. Like no one talks, no one trades. Yeah. It's just it's boring. Do so you listen to the dynasty on. dude. You listen to the dynasty dude. I His don't. Pod. It's like a fifty. He does like a fifteen minute. It's really good. Oh, so so it's something where you could actually listen real quick. Oh yeah, it's a fifteen minute boom boom boom. For those boom, of you boom, out boom. there that that don't know what that's like after listening to uh, four hour hot sauce pods, well, listen, it's a special occasion hot sauce pod when it's four hours. <laughs> you know that for sure. So, so yeah, I got off it like real quick. I got off of the holiday show at two hours or so last last week, and Did then you? I pulled when it finally got published. I was like, holy shit, they went for like three hours and fifty minutes or something. So I've only listened that's to the wrong. first hour and a half so far. I've not listened to any of it. I'm gonna have to skip the first two hours and then just get to whatever the hell y'all were talking about. Hour and a half are, are are entertaining. It's not. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to it like cringe. Like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm like ho- hoping to not cringe. Mm-hmm. And I didn't cringe at all. It was like it was a smooth hour and a half. But then I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, how did we even do an extra like two and a half hours after this? <laughs> I, can't imagine. I can't even imagine. I don't know who was on the show. Like I was such a mess. Like, I, I, that's because I. I was releasing, so I put, I was, you know, you you you, you retweet it with with the quote tweet, and I, I tagged a, f- a few people because I had no idea who was on the first go around. So when I listened to it, I was like, then I after it published, I didn't know who was on it, but then I listened to the first hour and a half. I'm like, okay, Hollywood was Hollywood Titan is on, yeah, uh, Chase was there. Um, who stopped in later? Because I don't know. What's that? Who stopped in later? Because I'm not sure. I, you know, I have not. I don't know. There was a few other guests, though. Oh, you I haven't waited to that point, so you're not sure. Fair I enough. Do not recall at all. I do not recall. There were, st- there was definitely at least two other people. I just do not yeah. can't place. I don't know who they were or if their faces or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, at least two other people. So I'm, I'm an hour and a half through it. I need to get through the rest of it because. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's not. I've it's been not- catching up on uh, Commission Possible because they've started putting out episodes. So now my runs the last couple of days have been, well, I, I did take my daughter out. So I missed two days of, of podcast listening because I took my daughter out with the stroller the last couple of days because it's been like 65 degrees. Oh. I don't know the rest of y'all in the country, but it's been 60, it was 40 something. It was like 41 was the high on Christmas. And then it went up to the 60s. And so we've been going on runs out in the stroller and everything. Oh, nice. Well, when we go with the stroller, it's music. And nowadays it used to be like funky, you know, James Brown stuff. Now it's ABCs because now she has taste in music. Whether oh it's yeah, dude. Or not. I have all kinds of uh, little girl playlists. I we have a little playlist on Amazon Music. So, anyways, I missed. I've missed you know a good hour and fifteen minutes or so of podcast listening the last couple of days. So I I have been catching up on Commission Possible because I really love their show. Um, shout out to Ryan and Scott. Uh, it's just cool to listen to because it's it's fun ideas and. You know, I like to hear, I really like to hear the bad commission stories. I wait for those. Like, I, I live for those stories. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, man. But, uh, thankfully, I haven't had to deal with, you know, bad commission stuff. Not to the level that they're talking about, you know. So, um, what are your specifications for your next startup? I think Debbie is part of it. Superflex and tight end premium, of course. I'm getting and, into Debbie. I, I'm starting to dig it. Like, yeah. Well, you know, I have listened to Debbie stuff for two and a half years now. 
I you, know your, you know your stuff too. You know some. You know your Debbie's. I mean, I, I you know, I'm a college football fan. I like to listen right. to Debbie, and I like to keep up with the stuff. Um, so I'm kind of I'm ready to dip my toes in. You know, uh, I don't know that there's too much else. You know, I, I would like to have a couple options and see what happens. I don't think I'm just going to jump into the first one. Like, oh, hey, here's a Debbie league. Jump in. You know, I think I'm probably going to wait till January, mid to late January. Yes. Kind of let the se- the season settle. I want to, yeah, I want to decompress a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I don't want that to start because then the eliminators will start up, and then, uh, yeah, I do like, uh, I do like the early startup, but I almost, I like a startup that happens before the MFL reset, and then MFL MFL reset start uh, comes over, and then basically it's NFL draft, you know, combine draft, and then rookies, rookie picks. Uh, that's the one thing that I do want is and a rookie draft after the startup. Yeah. I want the rookies included in the startup. No. Well, because it's going to be a Debbie. I'd rather the Debbie happen after, you know, rookies can be part of it, but Debbie, I think the Debbie needs to be. So the Scott Connor league, there were three drafts, right? There was the draft in like May or what? Then there was another one in, in, june and there was another one in august like i don't know i i just like so did you draft how did how did you do how did you guys do that with the startup did you draft uh like debbie picks as well yes that was cool yes you see, see I, like, I like the idea of just having debbie and rookie picks but not players right yes you do you, yeah. you draft the picks and then he also has a yeah, sixth like round that. sixth round debt is the debbie round right 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 remember so him talking to- about he was talking about this last week Right. right. I remember that. So the sixth round is the Debbie round. So you could also draft sixth round. Yep. Uh, and yeah. you could sneak in there with that sixth rounder where people aren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I can dig that. So, yeah. I mean, I would model if I was going to do a Debbie league, I would definitely model it off of that one. And, and, and it was so confusing to me at the time because it was my, it was the first Debbie. I took over the, an orphan where you, where you just, you know, I don't know what I was doing. I just knew who Lawrence and Fields were. So I, I, I probably overdrafted them at the time. Uh, that, that orphan that I took that New Year's league. I bet uh, you're not feeling like you overdrafted them right now going into this offseason. No, no, I'm ready to, <laughs> and I have Mahomes. So yeah. Mahomes and Bridgewater, and, you know, so I'm going yeah, to end up with two, maybe three shares with all my tanks. I'm going to end up with two, maybe right. three shares of uh, Trevor Lawrence. I still just don't know how to value the Debbie folks. That's the thing. I don't know how to, yeah. I don't know how to, I can't, I don't know how to mix and match like the pick and the player and the two well, players. Well, my, my Debbie. issue is not overvaluing like 2022 and 2023 Debbie guys, yeah. like going that far out or, you know, 2023 and 2024. I mean, uh, you know, because this year they're coming out in 2021. So 2022 Debbie is cool. Like I'm good with the guys that will be coming out next year. But mm-hmm. two and three years out, it's just so unpredictable. You look at the guys like Ch- like Chuba Hubbard that last year probably would have been, you know, they were a first round Debbie pick, and this year right. they're going to be a second or third round rookie pick. Like they're okay. just they're, they're give me this one. So I did a trade with Shane in this league mm-hmm. you know, six months ago. Let's just say, uh, which side do you have, CD Lamb or T Higgins and Chuba Hubbard? Hmm. 
I think CeeDee Lamb simply on on because again, we're in the non-point scoring season now. Right. And CeeDee Lamb's value far outweighs T. Higgins and Chuba Hubbard is a throw in at this point. You think T. Higgins, you think, think you think T. Higgins and CeeDee Lamb, you think that they're that far apart? CeeDee Lamb no, and T. Higgins? I personally don't, but value wise, yes. Yeah. When you talk about when you talk about the market value, they're absolutely a big yeah. difference. I'm kicking myself More. that Alex didn't catch that. Um T. Higgins, McLaren. Yeah, that that's because I'm, I'm a big Higgins fan. Yeah, I am too. And uh, you know, like like I said, when I mentioned that team that I have, that he was one of the premier like young players that I have. Yeah. And I traded my. I don't have. I, I think I might have a third or a fourth rounder. I have a one pick in that draft. I might not even. I might not have my first, second, or third this year. Last year, the guy was like the two hundred two. He was basically. Uh, hey, anybody want to give up a future first for this? And I jumped. You know, T. Higgins was still on the board. I jumped. I said, yep, here's my first. <laughs> Expecting it to be late, given what I had acquired and how I had built my right. team. Because I had acquired uh, Kyler Murray right before the rookie draft. And, you know, I had all these veteran pieces and young studs that I had drafted already. So I, I did. I traded my first for T. Higgins. Now, would you give up the... 109, 110 for T. Higgins right now. In yeah. a one QB. In a one QB. Oh, in a one QB? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Right, right. So I feel good about it. Yeah. You know, I'm not even sure where my draft pick ends up. It might end up with one seven. Okay. So one trick is, guys, once the once the uh once I lost in the first round of the playoffs, I immediately just took just put in junk in my lineup. Because it seeds based on how you finish in the playoffs. Oh yeah, you got to pay attention. Got to pay attention. That's so, crazy, man. Yeah. So I did. So someone someone ended up getting a little bit better first round pick. I don't have the pick, so I don't even know where it, where it ended up at this point. It's probably with the person I traded with because the league, the league doesn't trade a bunch. If I so if I'm looking for a startup, it is going yep. to be it has to be a tight end premium. It's got to be a heavy tight end premium. One five, one seven five. Minimum one five. Minimum one five. Super flex. Super flex. It's very simple. I'm a, I'm a simple yeah. man. I just need a sim- I just need a super flex and ten premium. And give me give me eleven starters minimum. Yep, I like it. I like it. Ten I starters like is starters. okay, but eleven starters is better. Why not? Yeah, you know the the league that I started last year is fourteen team eleven starters. I You're like a lot watch. of players. Yeah, that auction league that I started, nice. which you know, shout out to my buddy Jeff who dominated the league and won. So, first year dynasty player, and ended up scoring some crazy deals with, you know, his his team was buoyed with Lamar Jackson, and DK Metcalf, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, and Alvin Cook. Yikes. Yep. I mean, and then he just pieced it together and he dominated the league. So shout out to my boy Jeff, first year dynasty player, wins his first ship. So so check. So good for you, but Jeff. And I'll tell you this. So speaking of redraft leagues. The, my my redraft league that uh, crumbled into the ocean earlier, and then they, yeah. they moved the sleeper, and my 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 buddy took it over, and he was now he became full time commissioner. Yep. And that my team was terrible because all my redrafts were mostly terrible. I ended up catching fire. My rookies took flight. I um I took third. Came oh, in third. Nice. Yeah. Which is uh, which is a hundred bucks payout for yeah. third. You know that championship game I was in. I, was, I, I played I played three teams in the playoffs. Every one of them was 10 and three. And I was six and seven. And I completely crushed. I, I think my uh I think I won my first two games by a total of 70 something points. You want to hear this? 
with the, uh, the champion of the league, the, the, the guy that finished first, yep. lost first round or lost, he got had the bye. He lost. Oh, right. He's 11 and two. I beat him in the third place. I crushed him in the third place game. Yeah. Him. The good. 11 and two guy. Feels good. Yeah. He yeah. was one and done. Third place game gets crushed. So he get he ends up with nothing after having like probably the best season of his life. He was probably high five in his way all the way to the, you know, he thought he was. Well, no, that's how it goes, man. Look, I was six and seven and made a run to the championship game and was in it to the end. You know, I just, that's, and, and what it was, was I drafted Jonathan Taylor and DeAndre Swift in both of my redraft leagues. I actually drafted them all three that keeper league as well. I got him in the rookie draft. Uh, but so I had Taylor Swift and then uh, David Montgomery. Ooh, and Taylor Swift, I, I ended up with a stacked <laughs> running back squad because I had Kareem Hunt, I had James Robinson, I had uh, Zeke and Tony Pollard. My my downfall was my wide receivers. I had Hopkins and Julio, and nothing else beyond that. Yep. And I I did pick up Russell Gage, and he carried me the first two weeks of the playoffs. He was really nice, you know. With Julio out, Russell Gage was really good until this week, and then I, he, I targeted him also. But that was yep. Manolo. He's got the time difference. It was just like, yeah. and <laughs> and he always wants an arm and a leg for everybody. Anyway. Right, 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 right. You, well, you send one player, and he sends seven. So, yeah, right. So yeah, it was that. Manolo Fuck. likes big trades. Manolo wants like blockbuster trades. Yeah, he wants to. He wants the head. He wants the the headline. He wants unless the, it's yeah, Michael Gallup, and then he just wants the back page. Yeah, it, unless it's Michael Gallup, and then he just wants you to he wants to give you the, the top three 2022 first. Well, that was my other thing. I was just like that Dallas Philly game. That Dallas Philly game, I was just I was, all I saw was points. So I was like, I gotta right. get a piece of that Dally Philly game. And I and I was I had my eye on Gallup too. I, and I was just like, oh, he's paid a first for him. He's not I'm not I'm not gonna be able to compete with a first round pick because he paid for first round for Gallup. There's no way he was gonna give Gallup up right for anything. So I was just like, I didn't even bother. And then Gallup goes out and has a fucking career. Day. 30 points or something. Look, all I know is he paid a high first for Gallup. Cause I right. don't have confidence in his team next year. I didn't know. Well, hell his team wasn't good this year. So I'm looking for, I'm looking to get, uh, listen, I have Henry and Kamara. I'm, I, I'm a GM now, man. I traded all my, the heart and soul of my team. The guys that I drafted, my guys that right, I've had right. for three years, I'm a GM now. I'm full time GM at this point, so I'm looking to wheel and deal. All my yep. guys are for sale. I mean, I have a couple guys that, uh, you know, I've I have the youth. I have a nice uh, nucleus, if you will. But yeah, man, I mean, yep. I can't wait to see what your team looks like next year. Oh man, I can't look with like ten or eleven draft picks in the first and second round, including what is it, the one hundred one, one hundred three, like. I can't wait to see what I can do with that. But I'm not moving the 101 until way later. Last year, I moved the 101 twice for Mahomes and then for Kyler in, in package deals. But I acquired, I, I moved the 101 and then acquired it back and then moved it again. And I don't regret that at all because it did. I did exactly what I wanted to do. It was oh. a two-year rebuild, and I think I'm going to be able to put some pieces around to make that team competitive. So. so so I was I mentioned the dynasty dude before. So he, he yeah. his latest episode, and like I said, he puts out these 15 minute, you know, bam, 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 bullet points. The last one he did, I'm in the supermarket, you know, I'm listening to my fucking <laughs> that's, my big, that's my big pod. Uh I'm in the supermarket a lot. So I run, you go shopping. Fair enough. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. This time well, of year for sure. It was cold as shit today, man. Fuck. It was fucking freezing out here. Yeah, it I I was freezing in my shorts and t-shirt today. Whew. 
65 degrees. Man, it was tough. So anyway, so he's Living talking about – so he's like top five ways to improve your league. And one of them was kicking guys out of your league that are not active. Yeah. And how do you feel about that? I'm fine with it. If you're so I don't require you to make trades. I don't require you to, you know, make but if you don't answer trades, if you ignore offers, if you're not nah man, nah. I can find someone who wants to at least hit the reject button on a trade offer. Right. Exactly. So it's just not that much effort to pay attention to your leagues. I always set up my text notifications for trades. Uh -huh. I want I want text notifications. I want to say you've got a trade offer such and such, and I go manage roster and see where I got. You know, I, I preset pre that in my league. I I preset everyone to receive everything. Yeah, and if they want to go and change it, then they have to figure that shit out because they, they don't know I'm from a hole in the wall. Yeah, well, <laughs> I you know I I got into that TA four league today, and immediately I had two people message me, hey. I sent you an offer and I'm like, shit. Oh yeah. The new guy. Oh, fuck yeah. That's exciting. Man. Right. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, there's fresh blood out there. I'm that, fresh blood What's the I'm that fresh blood. So did you make any deals? I'm not. No, I told, I told one guy, well, okay. So I, I didn't even receive the first offer. The guy said he sent me an offer and I didn't receive it. The other one. And it's they're mm, sniffing it's around. Crazy. They're sniffing around right now. So yeah, exactly. They want to see how, how bad they can screw me. <laughs> so this other one. Okay. I'm going to, I would get, Matthew Stafford, Derrick Henry, Devontae Parker, and Logan Thomas. I would give up Josh Jacobs, Irv Smith, Dak Prescott, and my second. Uh, so, so let me see here. 102, you mean? Or, no, no, 205. 205. 205. Yeah. In a 175 premium and super yeah. flex. I'm not moving from Dak Prescott to Matthew Stafford just yeah. to get Derrick Henry. You know, yeah. with and moving Josh Jacobs to get Derek Henry. That's already I like walking without a limp. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm, I'm just not gonna. I'm not going that far. Like I said, I panicked when I saw it was only Deshaun Watson until I got to the IR and saw that Pres Prescott was there, and I was like, okay, I'm yeah. good. Got two quarterbacks, I can deal with getting a third one. You know, whatever. But that's a good. Uh, but yeah, so that was one of his things. Was. I can dig it. Uh, I'm, I'm there. Uh, player and and I was right away. I would call. I was just like, you know what? Yeah, because I can replace the guys in my league that I, you know. I mean, again, like I said, wrong. this is this is a 12 team super flex bells and whistles tight end premium league that I yeah. just spin off from my home redraft league. I have a bunch of guys in 12 teamer, like I said, and they don't. You now there's still there's some guys that have some dynasty. There are a couple guys that are are down with the dynasty thing, and there are guys that are still trying to figure it out. Yeah. So while I'm giving them, them time to figure it out, at the same time, listen, you got to respond to trades. I mean, there was one guy, and and, and I've got the, the one of the new guys uh, texts me. He's like, "This guy's not responding to me. This guy's not responding to me," which is great because I'm just like, "Dude." Uh, and this other guy was, I was like, "What's the deal that he's sending you that he's not responding to you?" He, tell, he tells me the deal. I'm like, "Okay." Uh, so I, I'm like, yeah, why aren't you responding to this? He goes, what wasn't worth a response. I was like, no, that's the worst way to be. Don't be that guy where you're going to be like, that does that, 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 that's, that's you know the what? I'd rather manager. I don't know what the, I don't, you yeah. may be a great manager and you might be an industry guy that does this. You don't do that. Don't no. not respond because you're better than the offer. Get out I would the rather get someone that says you're fucking crazy than to not get a response at all. You know, right. you can talk shit in the, I do that. I'll be like, 
man, we're so far off. It's not even funny. Dude, or, send, send me the, the 101 counter, like the counter with the, the, abs- the absurd counter. Oh, the absurd counter. At least I know that you've paid attention. You yes. know, I get that. Like if I send you an offer and you think it's trash, send me send me something back that says, hey, this is trash. Right. Don't ignore I get it. It. Yes. You're not that cool, man. You're not that big. And no offer is that bad that you should ignore it. You should just reject it. And if you want to make a comment, make a comment. But come on, we're we're all trying to to play the game. You're Send if me. you're yeah, go if ahead. you're not playing the game. If you're ignoring offers, you're not playing the game. So send me the the, the absurd counter, and then yeah. I'm just like, okay, yeah. okay. Then I know, okay. Right. Now okay. I know, okay. Well, you know, well, I know right. what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Number one, which I need to know. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to screw you. Fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come I on. Guess I guess I'm going to have to lube up for this one. Right. Can't go in raw. All right. Do I need to overpay or do I need to underpay? That's two valid questions. Yeah. And, and I don't mind the, you know, the offer that I got that I'm clearly not going to take. I don't mind it because I know where I know where he's at. He's looking to see where I'm at. You know, do I like Matthew Stafford? Am I a big Henry guy? You know, because there are there are Henry guys out there like, oh, Derek Henry is the king, you know, King right. Henry. So there's lots of that out there. Now I'm not that, you know. I I, I think I said in the HQ crew tra- chat that is so hard to say. Damn it, Sipes HQ crew chat. Yeah. I I said if you're not trading Derek Henry this offseason, you're doing dynasty wrong, you know. And lo and behold, Scott Connor was like, holy shit, Justin and I agree on something. Like, yeah, uh-huh. we don't agree on a whole lot, but. Yeah, that's. I think that's one of those things where, you know, you have to know when you're when it's time to step away from a player. I'm not buying Derrick Henry in the middle of or the beginning of off season when he's a 27 year old running back going into his 27 season, whatever. So, so what so am yeah. I getting for Derrick Henry? I don't know, man. I think he's. I think he might be. He he might honestly be a hold until August. You think? Yeah. Well. He's going to score points next year. At least we think he's going to score score points next year, next year, and his volume is going to be there. It's just a matter of letting his – because people are going to be down on him as an aging running back because he's not the guy that's going to have the career that's long, you know, catching passes. Is he Frank Gore? Maybe. Maybe he's Frank Gore. Maybe he's Adrian Peterson playing until he's – he's, he's in his prime right now. No, there, that's not true. He hasn't shown any signs of decline at all. Neither did any other running back until they declined. You know, neither well, here, did. Well, here's the thing with Derrick Henry. He didn't get any. He wasn't on the field for the first couple of years of his of his. Career. Yeah, but see, it's not about carries; it's about age. Because if you look at if you look at uh, at oh, I think it's about carries. Is are you sure? Because I did this. I looked at carries, and uh, and I didn't look at pro carries. I looked at college carries. Yeah, of, of course, it's, it's not solely carries, but I think it's a combination of both. I mean, if you're well, getting, you're getting you your ass, bang, if you're getting banged, driven into the ground, you're you know every year of your career, you, you know he hasn't. He's been I don't know for a big guy. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not just saying. Listen, right, hold on. Yeah, say, say, what oh, am I getting oh, for Derrick Henry? But, but okay, so hold on, Larry. Let's go back to this real quick. All right, so of the top 20 uh, rushers, I think 16 of them had 550-plus carries in in college. So they were – everyone always says, you know, the Josh Jacobs argument. Oh, well, he's fresh. He's fresh-legged. That's a poor argument because the best running backs in history were guys that were bell cows in college. 
They had shit ton of carries, shit ton of mileage, and still were able to do it. Now, the difference is, is that, okay, you can be as beat up as you want. When you're young, you recover. When you're old, you don't. Royce it doesn't Freeman work. has a ton of miles on him. Who? Royce Freeman had a bunch of mile, college miles on him. He's yeah, we're not, I'm not saying that everybody that has college miles is yeah. good. But what I'm saying is that the vast majority of the best running backs in league history were high mileage guys. Like Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's well known for the amount of carries yeah, he had. Yeah, I'm not concerned with Jonathan Taylor at all because I look at guys that came out, you know, that have long careers and they all, a, a bunch of them, most of the vast majority of the guys that lasted in the NFL also had, had big careers in college. You don't have that many Josh Jacobs and, and Antonio Gibson's out there that are going to play for eight years. But that's not the point. What I'm saying is he's not in his prime. Uh, you know, Shane put not. out Shane put out a thing, you know, and it was uh, running back RB1 seasons from running backs. And, I mean, it's literally like one per year for 27-plus uh, running backs. Like, you just don't find 27-plus-year-old running backs getting RB1 seasons. Am I getting two firsts for Derrick Henry? Two mid to late? Sure. Are you getting the one hundred four? We're talking sixteen team here, 16, right? So, are you getting the one hundred four and the one hundred eight? No, probably not. Are you getting the one hundred three? Well, no, no, no. I don't think anyone has the one hundred four and one hundred eight. Like contenders, no, no, I'm, no okay. contenders. This is, all, this is all theoretical. Okay, I feel like a contender would appreciate Derrick Henry. Yes, absolutely. So there is someone who has somewhere around the one hundred four and the one hundred eight. It's a guy who has the one hundred three and the one hundred seven. Who's that? You. You fuck. Uh, but I'm not. But clearly, I don't have any depth, so I'm not. I'm not in that run. On the market, yeah, I know you're in the market. Right. Shane, Shane's ready to win now, man. He's got half of my team on this fucking. And dude, he has made some moves to be win now for sure. You know, getting getting Julio was nice for him. Getting Terry McLaurin was nice for him. He got Kittle as well on the low. Kittle I mean, was. He got Kittle. He got killed for fucking Sterling Shepard and Devontae Parker. Dude, two terrible players. Yeah. Two yeah. nobodies. Well, that's okay because you he can got... say what you want about Rager, but I mean, at least he's 21, you know? Yeah, but he also got Julio for Logan Thomas, so... Well, Logan that. Thomas will still... You know, st- Logan Thomas, I feel like is... He's going to keep catching ball. He's going to keep being a target monster. Hold, he's on, not getting, hold on. He's not getting worse, Logan Thomas. He's just getting... He's ascending. Okay, hold on. How old is Logan Thomas? He's in the, he's uh, in his thirties, I believe. Actually, he's twenty nine, going to be thirty okay. this year. He's okay. not ascending. He's, he's in prime a, tight end domination age. He had a really nice weeks ten through well, really weeks twelve through sixteen. He's he was, not rising. He was the Darren Waller of the preseason. Come no, on. come on now, come on, stop it, stop it, stop. Was. dude. Darren Waller was was a flash in the pan before he. I mean, this is the season he really became Darren Waller. No, last year he tight became three. No, he was tight. He was Darren Waller last year, but he wasn't top three tight end Darren Waller. Well, that's that, no, no, no. Okay, so here's the deal: he was tight end two last year in scoring, but he was not. He everyone was, thought everyone three. faded him, I, and I, I was on that boat. I was wrong. I admitted that to my buddy. In, in a, I, my my buddy Jeff was big on Darren Waller last off season. Ended up I, paying I, off. I, three I traded him. I traded yeah, away he, a bunch of fucking yeah. major pieces. Well, I mean, I was – so this was – I mean, when I say last offseason, I meant two off seasons ago. Before his breakout, he was big on Darren Waller in that August 
And, you know, a lot of people were. He had the John Gruden hype, and then it paid off last season. And I told, I was on the Darren Waller is going to have some regression this year. Oh. I was, that's what I came in saying all off season. Boy, was I wrong because his touchdowns went up. His targets remained pretty steady and he was so fucking productive. I mean, the guy is just ridiculous. He's tied in three for me. I made the argument earlier this season. Why are we valuing Andrews over Mark Waller? I said that on Twitter and it, it just people just couldn't believe it. Like this was, I think, back in like week six or seven. Like, right. Waller's still doing his thing. There's only one year difference between Kittle and Waller. I think it is. Yeah. I think there's one year difference. At what point do we start saying Kittle and and Waller are in the same tier? I don't see what happens. I mean, Kittle, Kittle, your best um, ability is availability, right? Yeah. To me, it's Kelsey, and then it's Kittle and Waller in the same tier, and then well, Andrews below that. I think Logan Thomas is uh, is in there as well, man. I He's think Logan player. Thomas is tied in ten to fifteen with a bunch of other guys. You give a real. I mean, um, I mean. Okay, so we, we, we have, we have the four. And he gets. He's getting thirteen targets from. Okay, well, Dallas he's not going to get thirteen targets forever. So, right. all right, but we have the four guys we just talked about, right? Right. All right. Are you taking him over Noah Fant? No. Who? Okay, so uh, this is Logan. No, 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 Logan Thomas. All right, go ahead. Logan, give Thomas. It to Logan Thomas or Fant? Fant. Logan Thomas or TJ Hawkinson? Hawkinson. Logan Thomas or Dallas Goddard? Goddard. Okay, so that's eight already. Logan Thomas or Hunter Henry? Henry. Nine. So now you're in the ten range. He's he's lumped in there with Hold the one. Give me that's give me three more. Nine. Give me the tight end ones. Give me come on. Give me the other tight end ones. Um. Gosh, I don't know, man. I've talked. All right, so he's the so he's the tight he's the, he's the tight end. Wait, 10. I, can, I can give you no. I mean, he's probably not. He's probably all right. Uh, Johnu. I'll take Logan Thomas over Johnu. Fuck him. Fuck really? him and his physique, dude. What is Johnu Smith? <laughs> okay. What is, what is he? Hold on, hold on. Wait. Besides, I'll what, take Logan Thomas over Johnu Smith. Okay, Mike Gesicki. I'll take Gesicki over over okay. Logan Thomas just because of the youth. Sure, sure, sure. Irv Smith. Oh yeah, Irv Smith. Love so him. really, he's probably in that tight end eleven. I mean, it's hard. listen, when you're doing dynasty, yeah. But what I mean, I'm saying just is totally different. Rank. No, no, yeah, you're right. No, no, I'm all. No, what I'm, I'm saying with is, you. I'm with you. He, he's not a difference maker on your roster. I like Logan Thomas. Not I'm yet. Not. I feel like he can improve, though. I feel like he can improve. But, but Larry, you're asking for an age thirty tight end to improve. That doesn't happen. This is the guy. This is not a guy who missed. This is okay. So the difference between him and Darren Waller is Waller wasn't on the field. Waller had all the off season or off the field drug issues and stuff, the addiction issues. Right. Logan Thomas has been in the league. He's just he had a he had a really nice season. You know he had uh, what was the the Browns tight end from a few years ago? Wasn't it a Browns tight end? Um. Oh crap! Yeah, that there? was jerking off in the target. Winslow. <laughs> 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 Damn it! I can't remember. Uh, uh, the tight end for Cleveland? Yeah, I think it was like a guy that had like a one-year breakout. Oh fuck! I kind of, I kind of, I, I, and it's driving me nuts now, and it's gonna drive me nuts until I figure out who it is, and it might take me forever to figure it out. Oh yeah, uh, Gary Barnage, Gary Barnage, Gary Barnage. Yes. Are you sure he's not Gary Barnage? Gary Bar? No, he's definitely not Gary Barnage. Are you sure? Gary Barnage is no Logan Thomas. <laughs> okay, well, Gary Barnage had a ridiculous <laughs> season. 
Remember, ridiculous. At age at age 30, he broke oh. out. 79 for 1,043 and nine touchdowns. Listen, I, listen, I've watched Logan Thomas fucking lays out to catch a pass. Like he's, he's got, okay. So do you remember? Do you remember watching Gary Barnage? Did you watch any Gary Barnage? Of course, I watched Gary Barnage. Of course, I, I did. I've made plenty of Gary Barnage jokes in my life. <laughs> that guy, that guy was awesome for that one year. <laughs> he was 30 years old. He broke out, had the one big season. And then right. disappeared. He the next so year he was so media. Logan Thomas, is a sell? Logan Thomas is a sell for you right now. Absolutely, and wow. a twenty nine year old tight end who has done something. Twenty nine is a twenty nine year old tight end is a, is a fucking. Larry, it's not the it's not just the age. It's the fact that he did it for the first time in his career. That's not normal. That's not that's not. Any any place for the skins. So, well, like the Washington football team, football team. Football team. They should just call themselves the skins. Like they I mean, should. Come on. Uh, they figure something out. I, the, I don't pig, know. the pig skins or whatever the fuck they want to call. Look, themselves. he's been he's been in the league for five seasons, and this is his first time he's caught anything more than sixteen passes. Sixteen was his career high before this. I'm not convinced. He's bounced around. This is his fourth team in five seasons. He's not a talent, you know. He's not a guy that that teams are going to be like, oh yeah, I need to keep that guy around. Okay, I got one for you. Yep. Deontay Johnson, Michael Pittman, or Derrick Henry? Oh, I want Henry still. Simply because I think right. that you're saying Deontay Johnson and Pittman for yeah. Henry. For Henry. Yeah, I still want Henry. I still want Henry. Uh I like I like Deontay Johnson, and I think Pittman could be something. Who's the quarterback in Indy next year? Well, there you go. Sam we Moore. have no idea. We have no idea. Is it Philip Rivers? Probably Could be not. Fucking Trey Lance, for all we know. I mean, maybe, but where where is Indy drafting? Could be Carson Wentz. That would be interesting. That would be everyone's interesting. Talk, we're talking. Everyone's up here. Every, up here, it's Carson Wentz. Yeah, it's to Indy because of the um, the Frank Reich Carson Wentz connection. And they have the cap room. They have this, you know, whatever. Oh, then the that's issue, the, other piece. the other piece is the cap room. Yeah. The, the issue is is that can Philly move him? Are they willing to just take that big cap, cap hit for next year and move on? You know, because when they trade him or release, most likely trade, even if it's for a sixth rounder, it might even be a uh, Brock Osweiler kind of deal. When they trade him, they're still going to take a big hit. So now the quicker they move on, it's kind of what the Rams did. The Rams moved on from all these players at once, took a huge cap hit last year, and then this year they were able to reset and they were good to go. What do you want for Henry if you own if you're the Henry owner in a 16 teamer? I want Deontay and a first. I don't want Deontay and Pittman. I want Deontay and an, uh, and another good player. I want something proven. You don't think Pittman's a good player? I don't think he's proven. But you want a proven guy. I want something. I either want the commodity I think of Pittman's going to be the guy though. Maybe. I love him. Maybe. I love I'm a big Pittman guy. I like Pittman. But like I said, I want something proven. I want a commodity that I can move because right now Pittman's value is tanked. You know, until we see something next season, there's no value in. And again, we're moving into seven months of of non-point scoring season. We have to have value. Is, is Derek Henry's value going to be higher now or then? Oh, the, now that the season's over. There's no there's nowhere for his value to go but up because it's going to drop his value. All right, so it peaked. It peaked for championship season. As of Monday night at 10.30 p.m., boom, it was dead. I don't mean, I mean dead. Well, you got to remember, Derek, Derek Henry, generally, like 
annually goes berserk in the right in the, non-fantasy in the- playoffs, the NFL playoffs. He usually yeah. just just tear, just goes berserk. The well, last no, it's, not the, it's not. I mean, I mean, he's only had one opportunity in the playoffs. It was last year. It's generally December. December, he's a he just goes crazy, and so that obviously helps all the fantasy owners. Well, what I'm saying is the time to trade for Derrick Henry oh was God. a week and a half ago, a week ago. You know, we yeah. didn't know that he was going to just throw a dud up this weekend. Well, that's when Swags traded him for Montgomery right. and Chark. And you get something better than Montgomery and Chark. I, I think that unless you really believe in Montgomery and Chark, I think that that was probably selling a little bit short. But I'll tell you what, uh, guess who outscored Derrick Henry in the last month of the season? It was Derek, uh, David Montgomery. David Montgomery, yeah. Well, I, I was I was going for the the chip, baby. Yeah, I I was banking. You know, when you were talking about the trade, I was banking on the same thing from Henry that we've seen for the last four, you know, three years. One of those forty pointers, you know. Yeah, like those crazy, like a know, David Johnson type of type of day. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Oh, fuck that would that guy take a shot of steroids before the game? Or what? <laughs> shot of Hennessy, maybe. He need no. He took some HGH because you know he's kind of old. <laughs> he's kind of old. He needed the HGH. It made so, no sense at all, man. Yeah, it was it was some guys that you're like, wait, that guy that guy won that league for them? Whoa! I mean, so, nobody nobody had him starting probably. <laughs> no, were, I think a lot of people had to start. Derek David, David Johnson. Johnson. So I, I guess I, he has to start. Yeah. So I, I in one of my leagues, it was kind of the running joke. A guy tanked last year in the startup, and it was an auction, and he completely dominated the uh, 2021 auction. He made a bunch of big moves, and he was down by a hundred points Sunday evening going into the night game. Uh, his opponent had guys like Miles Gaskin with thirty six, David Johnson with thirty, Kirk Cousins had twenty nine, Nelson Aguilar twenty six. You know, uh, so Austin Hooper with seventeen. So he was down. His opponent scored two thirty four. He came back with. Uh, Aaron Jones, who had a decent day. Devontae Adams, you know, the 43-point game. Um, and then Josh Allen. That was his big comeback. He scored 84 points off of Josh Allen and Devontae Adams and ended up coming back and winning the league by 16. But I'll tell you what, the other guy's team, it was like, where did these guys come from? David Johnson, Miles Gaskins, Austin Hooper, etc. Like guys that you don't expect to put up 30 points. And they were just dropping dimes on the so it was a weird, it was a very weird championship week where everyone after Kamara dropped 66, people thought it was over. And then Evans and Devonte Adams and Josh Allen happened and Tom Brady happened. So, and Diggs. Oh yeah. And stuff on Diggs. Yeah. Can't forget Diggs. Who I've been, I've been so anti Diggs. I've been you know, anti Diggs forever. And maybe, maybe I would have had more luck this season if I wasn't anti Diggs. Yeah, right, right. Well, I've faded him too, and now I have him on this TA4 team, and I don't know what to do. Do I trade him? Do I just see what happens? Of course you trade him. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've got you. He's right? probably your greatest asset. Yeah, maybe so. You know, besides Deshaun Watson and besides Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott, that's probably Diggs, it. I think Diggs is more valuable than Watson right now. So it's, it's absurd. He's a, Diggs is like a fucking god right now. Yeah. It, it's got to it, – it feels good to have that as – as one of them, so Diggs's value will never be as high as it is right now. I agree. And how often do you hear somebody say that? You know, you you, you always hear that. This uh, so and so's value well, is never going to 
to be as it is now. <laughs> well, quite often it's true. You know, you look at Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas from last offseason. If you didn't trade them last offseason, you kind of missed out. Because- How terrible is Mike Williams? Hmm. Eh. Whatever. I actually think I'm going to try and buy Mike Williams in some places this offseason. You think that he's going to find eventually get on the same page as Justin Herbert? I think he's a good football player. Do you think what what who will be harder to acquire, Justin Herbert or Josh Allen? Oh, I think it's Allen right now. Allen had such a crazy tear to the end of the season that I, I think it's going to be so hard to get him. Uh, there's a lot of people saying QB two for him. I have a I have a great question for you right now. What quarterback will Derrick Henry get me mm. in a super flex? Carson Wentz, obviously. <laughs> what Henry <laughs> for Wentz? Are you kidding me? Um, you know dude, what the fuck are you sitting in? What kind of chair is that? Man, this is my bed, dude. Remember, <laughs> I'm my wife is not walking twin bed. No, homie, no. I sleep with two dogs and, and a woman in my bed. I got a king Whoa, size. What are you guys doing? Like fucking uh don't worry about our Mississippi head. Do not worry about our Mississippi Kings. Um Mississippi King. Oh I said our kinks. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah, because the animals. Hey, I'll tell you that. what. I'll tell I get you it now. All right. So this is a 16 teamer. Um I think that the two uh Dak, maybe, maybe even going down. Baker is oh, something. Baker for Henry, I would love Baker. I would love. Yeah, I think that's something you could try, but you I don't think, know. You think happen. the Dynasty Madman is going to trade? I, Baker what Mayfield I'm saying is, I don't think it's happening until August, September, when when you're back on the scoring field. Fucking Madman will trade me Baker for Henry again. I think I think you have to wait until the season. So what or, is Madman's? What is Madman's uh, situation? I don't. I wouldn't trade him for. Well, I might trade him for Aaron Rodgers. I might do that, dude. I tried to get Rodgers yeah. from old school. Do you want to hear that? Yeah. Oh fuck! What I try to trade? Oh, I I feel like I sent him a decent decent deal for uh for Rodgers. Oh boy, let, let me be the judge of that. Let me be go. the judge okay, of that. Okay, okay, okay. Old. School. <laughs> While oh, you're doing that, I'm pulling up Madman's QB situation. So he has Baker, Jared Goff, and nobody else. Eh, you're not getting him. No, no, no. Nope. Really? Nope. I offered him Darnold and Haskins for Rodgers. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's not a good offer. First of all, Rodgers is done this year for him. What does he care? He's not. So he's getting getting one, maybe two years out of Rodgers? Yeah, but that's two more years than he's going to get out of Haskins and Darnold. Uh, Darnold's gonna be somebody. Yeah, but okay. So Haskins, we all knew. We everyone in the world knows that Haskins is nobody, right? Even before he got cut, everyone knew that, right? Larry, admit it. Okay. So are you trading Rogers for Darnold? Do you want to hear? No. Do you want to no, hear? You're right. Good call. Good call. Good call. It's a trash offer. It's a trash trade offer. Okay. Okay. Here's another one that I that he rejected. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. I rejected this one. Okay. He offered me, he offered me Roth. Oh, my God. He offered me Roethlisberger and Ridley mm-hmm. for Darnold, Ayuk, and McLaren. Mm. I don't know that I was. 
They put about 50 points up, I think, uh, Roethlisberger and Ridley. Yeah, I, I don't know that I'd hate the offer. I think that Roethlisberger and Darnold are probably close, but you actually get them. And then Ridley for McLaurin and Ayuk, that's probably a little bit of an overpay. Well, here's, well, here's the thing. I knew that Darnold was going to put up points. Yeah. But I didn't, you know. So I was no, like, I either I, I either want a Tannehill or a Rogers type of I, I want I want a ceiling of of a, a Rogers ceiling. I wasn't gonna make like a fucking deal because I knew I knew I was I knew my floor for Darnold was gonna be in the between yeah. the fifteen and twenty range. So yeah, no, so so um, dynasty wise, I think it would be fine. And that's I, what you have. That's how you have to think. I'm not a big I'm not a big Ayuk guy though. I still think that with Kittle there. And I, I don't, dude. Everyone wants Ayuk in this league. Off I know. Right now. Everyone wants Ayuk. Everyone in general wants Ayuk. What would you he trade? Probably, I guess I should trade Ayuk. I should yeah, trade Ayuk is a sell. Ayuk is a sell. Again, me multiple. But, he's gonna get me two first. Would you trade two first for Ayuk? No, I wouldn't. But then again, especially in a sixteen-team league, that Why, starts do you feel like he's worth less or more. No, he's worth less to me in a sixteen-team league. Uh, not two things. I'm not a big Ayuk guy because I'm. I know what happens when Kittle gets back on the field. And I'm I'm confident that Debo Samuel is going to play ten games. Outhouse offered me Outhouse offered me Ayuk for Montgomery straight up, or Montgomery for Ayuk straight up. Mm. I turned him down. Mm. No, I don't mind it. I mean, it's it's. I think it's kind of pretty close. I mean, Ayuk Ayuk was putting up twenty five points a, a, right, a right, game. Right, right, right. I wanted I wanted Montgomery, but I didn't want to yeah. give up. I didn't want to pay twenty five for twenty five at that yeah, point. My, you know, my issue with giving up two firsts is that in a 16-team start 11, you have to have depth, and you're losing yeah. a lot of opportunity for depth there, especially in a, league, in, a, in a season where I think the top 16 picks, you know, if you're talking about the last first, you know, clearly it would be Josh's first or whatever, or, you know, your 115. Mm-hmm. You're still looking at players just like we were last year, the T. Higgins, Denzel Mims, Michael Pittmans. You're looking at the yeah. same quality players this year. You know, yep. especially in a 16 team super flex where we are going to have four or five quarterbacks go in the first 16 picks. I yep. don't doubt that one bit. So, you know, I, I'm looking at being able to acquire extra firsts. I'll probably be trying to package seconds to move up in, into the first because I have five or six second, seconds. I'm, uh, I'm in GM mode and I'm a rookie <laughs> man. So I want to get a couple firsts for some of I mean, Kamara. I feel like Kamara's going to be the Kamara. Kamara might be the one hundred and one. I was going to say Kamara might be the one hundred and one over CMC next year. Yep. In in a non super flex, you know, taking out quarterbacks, he might be the one hundred and one. Might I be. Feel, I almost feel like potentially taking a step back next year to take. Your team you is know? too strong to do that, though. You don't have an old team right now. I know. I got some Lamar Jackson, Hopkins, Lamar Jackson, Hopkins. Uh, Montgomery. No, you have Henry, Lamar Jackson, Hopkins, Henry. Um, who else do you have on that team? Kamara, James Robinson, yeah, Mark, James Robinson, Ayuk. Hawkinson. This is not a team that this is not a team you rebuild. Yeah, this is not a team you step you take a step back. This is a team you keep rolling with. Enjoy the window while you have it, man. I feel like, uh, you, I see, the only thing about that is if you get to mid season and your team is struggling, that's when you sell pieces. You know, the reason I rebuilt my team. Is because I looked at my quarterback situation. It was David Carr, or it was Derek Carr, and uh, Ben Roethlisberger, and I knew if I didn't do something at some point soon, I, my team was going to be fucked. I was going to be in right. a long. I was going right. to be in a in a Heiserhof. You uh, said window. it, yeah, right? Or now, yeah, you said it yourself. Um, 
FF Blitz rode the girly train until it died. Yeah, and he he, he could have got he could have got. Be, I think he's going to be hurting. Yeah, I think he's going to be hurting on that one because it's just like he he likes to say, you know, depth is key in this league. He's constantly said it, and it's true. But when you talk about his team and you look at Blitz's team, I'm pulling it up right now, and it's Derek Carr, Philip Rivers, Gardner Minshew is his third quarterback. Yep, and it's. Leonard Fournette, Todd Gurley, Rojo, David Montgomery. Yep. And then his wide receivers are Mike Evans, Devontae Parker, Robbie Anderson, Stefan Diggs. Oh, yes, Diggs. Yeah. He's going to be in a world of hurt when those quarterbacks go, and he's he's still got a solid bunch of players, so he's going to be that mid-pack team, you know? Yep. Or he's going to have to move those. He's going to have to overpay for a quarterback because, you know, it's not like he has that much his his – uh, taxi squad is a bunch of junk. It's Keyshawn Vaughn and, tr- and a bunch of trash. Right. Uh, and it just it's one of those situations where if you wait too long with your quarterbacks in this league, in in any, this is a key for everybody. If you have a fourteen or a sixteen team superflex league, do not wait too long on your quarterbacks. Don't try to ride them into the sunset because when you do, if you don't get the, if you don't get the cash, if you don't hit the jackpot with them, you're toast. You're freaking toast. You so. have to be a GM in a 16-team league. You cannot fall in love with your players at all. No. And right. that's the problem with with this redraft 12-teamer that I that I you know created. These guys are a little too in love with their players. Uh, it's like pulling strings sometimes. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> so, what do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I think this is a good show, man. Oh, ready, 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 ho, howdy, ho. Happy New Year! HQ1, baby! Congratulations to Josh Valentine for taking home the title. He deserves it with a crushing blow, crushing victory. Uh, fuck him. You know, fuck, you, <laughs> fuck you, Josh, you bitch. We love you, Josh, and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's do this one more time! Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast!